I'm sales team turnaround specialist, Jeremy DeMerchant. And each week I bring sales leaders like you, experts and insights that will help you level up your leadership, motivate like a master, and ultimately crush your comp plan. If it's time to raise the bar on your team's performance, then it's time for Sales Team Rescue. Welcome, welcome, welcome to Sales Team Rescue, episode number 115. I'm your host, Jeremy DeMerchant, and today I want to talk about something very sexy, workflows. Yeah, not so sexy. However, they're really, really important because uh, I want to talk about workflows from two different perspectives. One is just the workflow from a, a standard operating procedure. Okay, and we talked about those in a previous episode, um, but then also workflows through automation. Now, why are these important? Well, in order to be able to grow your sales results, you need to be able to measure your process and know where to improve. Um, so a mentor once told me you need to inspect what you expect. You need to keep your eyes on it to make sure it's happening. And um, you you can't grow what you can't measure. I'm sure there's some fancy line around that too. Um, but you need to be able to measure what you're doing. So step one in creating workflows, and I'm going to try to add these two things to go together. But before you worry about templates and automations, you need to think about the process you want to create for your prospect and how that's going to impact their perception of you and your company and your product. So think about what part of your process makes sense to use something custom, some kind of communication that's, that's always customized versus a part where you can use something that might be a little bit more templated. And before you start worrying too much about it, I want you to just go through your sales process with a customer. So look at your last sale. What happened? How did they come in? How did they, you know, how did you fall into their existence, right? Their awareness. What was the experience? Did they look you up on Google first? Did they look at a website? Did they look on Facebook or another social media platform? How did they find you? What actually made them reach out? Did they just book through a booking link or did they reach out to a mutual friend and ask for an introduction? Map that out. And then when you got into the conversation, how did it go? And then did they say yes right away or was there follow-up? And so just go through end to end with your last sale. And if you haven't had a sale, then... You're going to do it on your first sale, your next sale. But if you've already had a sale, it's just much easier because you don't have to overthink it. What worked, what didn't. And then once you've mapped out the process from end to end, then think, one, what could I do to make this even better? And this might not be the last sale you made. Maybe it's the last um, opportunity that came in that you didn't close. Think about that experience. How can you make that better? Before we automate it, I want you to think about how you can just do it without automation. How can you create a better experience, um, more touch points, more consistency in the experience through those touch points looking back? So for example, maybe the, the scenario you're looking at is a prospect that didn't move forward. And it was the, the challenge was they chose somebody else. And they chose somebody else because they didn't feel you had built up enough authority or they weren't confident in your company's ability to deliver. Okay, now you know that. Great. Now, it's unfortunate for that particular experience, but once we know, we can do something about it. So where can we add in more pieces of proof, 
of testimonials, of case studies that can help build that authority, build that trust. Um, and maybe if you know you have different lines of business, so to speak, maybe there's different uh, a different series of testimonials or a different series of of communication based around that. Um, somebody, I th- believe it was Stu McLaren, um, once said in a program I went through with him that you can have case studies to counteract any objection you have. And first of all, case studies will will help you overcome the the authority issue um, because at least you're, you're showing that you've had clients already. But as you get even further down that rabbit hole, you can create case studies that overcome each objection that you have. Got a price objection? Great. You know what? So-and-so felt the exact same way. Let me tell you about them. And these case studies become stories. And then you can send them through emails in the story form, but it's even more powerful if you can deliver them one-on-one. Not scalable, but very effective. Or deliver them in a video form, which is scalable. Okay, but just think about that. What could you do for the last person that you brought through your sales process, whether they said yes or no? What could you have done better? What pieces could you insert looking back? One thing that we don't do nearly enough of is look back at our process to see where we can improve. We always try to do better going forward, but we don't take the time to reflect. So take the time to reflect on your last sales process. What worked? What didn't? What can you have to, or what can you add to make it better? Or what can you take away? Did you overdo it on something? Did you send too many emails, right? There's lots of options around this stuff. So I want you to take the time to analyze that and how, and create at least version one or version two of a process for your sale. And once you have it written down and documented, then you can make it even better, but you've got to write it down. Okay. Once you've documented it and you feel pretty good about it, it's not going to be perfect. It's never going to be perfect, right? You're you're always evolving it. But then I want you to look at that process and think, what pieces could I automate? Now we still want to keep personalization in, but there are certain things that you can use technology to help you with. So for example, if, Um, One of the challenges in your sales process is you're booking a lot of calls, but not very many people are showing up to the calls. There's a gap. How do we bridge that gap? Well, you could personally have someone from your team call. Hey, just saw you booked for tomorrow at two. Just want to confirm the appointment. Great. Right. You could do that. Or you could personally call, but I I encourage you to have somebody on your team call if you're going to do that. Or you can have an email and or a text um, go out, they could link to a video where you're saying, hey, look, I'm super glad that you booked the, t- the appointment and looking forward to having the conversation with you. Here's three things that you can, uh, you know, you can prepare for a call to make the most out of it. So you can in- add those, those different things and you can use technology to automate it. So maybe it's some type of series where based on the date of the appointment, uh, the, the day before they get the reminder, um, and in that reminder, there's a video or something, right? There, there's many different ways you can do it, but think about how you can automate it. But don't jump to the automation too soon. The biggest mistake we make is we try to take a shortcut and we try to let technology um, work too well for us or too much. First, make sure that the messaging you're giving feels personalized. And to do it, you're going to want to write it personalized. So maybe I'm going to say, hey, Mr. Smith was great. Let's say, for example, I'm after a call. I had a first conversation and I want to send an email. Hey, Mr. Smith, it was great having a conversation with you today. I really loved how you X, Y, Z. As promised, here is the application link that we discussed. And also here is X, Y, Z. Okay. So that's an email that I would just write personally. 
Now I can step back, look at that email, see what text or links or other content would apply to multiple people and separate that from lines that would, would be specific to them. Okay. So for example, um, in that scenario that I provided, most of that email can be automated. It's going to be, you know, Hey, um, you know, thank you so much for, for meeting. Um, here's the X, Y, Z. And so you might need to fill in manually the part that they asked for. We've got a couple different templates, like for a previous client, um, I had a version of an, of a post call email that just sent application links. Then there's another one that's an application links along with a webinar because people would ask for that. And there's another version as well. So there's a few different versions based on the different scenarios, but it was only like three or four. And so with only a couple clicks and some autofill fields, like with the person's name, I could create something that was a little bit more scalable. And then if you go one step further and you can build in an automation after certain scenarios of a call, um, then you're laughing, but just don't jump to that too soon. Make sure your process feels human first. Okay. These are the workflows that we want to talk about. What's the workflow for, uh, for your sales process. And then how do you make it better, feel more connected and more personal. And then how can we appropriately automate parts of it? You're not going to automate all of it and that's okay. Just trying to get back an extra five or 10 minutes during the sales process for you so that you can use that to focus on other things. Okay. So hopefully that makes sense. Um, I, I don't want to, you know, do overkill on this, but there's some powerful things you can do from automation. So before, like when you look at an email and think, how could I automate this? Or, you know, uh, points in the process where you do follow-up calls, things like that. There's a lot of great technology and I've mentioned SalesMate in a previous video um, that can do a lot of automated workflows, especially for email sequences and text sequences. The you know, other options like Zapier, you can integrate with a lot of things. So there's ways and I'm, depending on the software you use, it's going to look a little bit different, but there's ways to say, Hey, when this happens, so when I disposition a call in this way, then activate or trigger this automation or this sequence. And so you can set that up, but before you get you know, deep in the tech, just think about what you would like it to do. There's always technology to make it work. You need to first get clear on the process and then humanize it as much as you possibly can. Cause once you do, then you're building connection. And then the parts that you can scale with automation, you know, there's, there's, it's going to be hard to make it all seem perfectly personalized, but you can find a happy medium. Okay, so step one, look at your last sales process or your next one, uh, but your last one's better and see what, what worked, what didn't, where can you insert things and enhance that, um, that experience? Like, for example, if somebody jumps on a call, but they have no idea who you are, it's going to make it tougher to sell. But if you've given them some information, some experience up front, they know who you are, the sales process is a lot easier and you can spend your time solving their problems and not sitting there telling them the story of your business. All right. So look at your last sales process, go through and optimize that process. What could you do better looking back at it now? And once you have that written out and it feels personalized, then, and only then do you want to go and look at the pieces that you can automate. And, uh, and as I was mentioning SalesMate, it's got a function where you can add custom fields as many CRMs do. And when you do this, 
you can put in like a, a, a space or a custom field that's all about a first line that's personalized. So in my template, I could say, hi, first name. And then I could say like, um, insert field of personalized first line or whatever. But in that CRM, in that person's profile, I could have that line that would say, uh, it's really, it was really great to learn about your bee farm. I don't know, making things up. But you can pull those, you can add those as custom fields in there so that you can then apply them to an automation. There's a little bit of work, right? But you can, if you've got 300 people that you have a custom first line saved or like set up as a custom field in their profile, you can build that automation in. And as long as you've done it properly with the right language that fits the proper point in the email structure, you can send out 300 emails very, very quickly. Okay, so that's just one example. Um, some of the things that you can do with automation is triggering uh, follow-up calls to be booked. Um, you could even trigger, uh, you know, scheduling, uh, you know, next meetings. There's lots of technology you can use to do this, but first focus on what you want to happen. What's the ideal scenario? What support information can you provide? What kind of resources can you provide for them to help move along that sales process? Once you have that sorted out, then... And only then do we automate. Okay. So analyze your last sales process, go through and optimize, make it feel human, and then look for opportunities to automate. If you follow those four steps, you're going to save yourself a pile of time and have an even better sales process. Okay, guys. So that's my short little tidbit for today. Um, we will see you right here next week. Be sure to catch the replays of this episode and other episodes at salesteamrescue.com if you'd like to book a discovery call with yours truly. That link is also set up at salesteamrescue.com. And we'll see you right here next week. Remember, get uncomfortable, get results. Cheers. Thanks for joining me. Let's keep the conversation going. You can find more episodes and a link to join our online community over at salesteamrescue.com. If you haven't already, be sure to hit subscribe and give the show a review to help us reach more sales leaders like you. If you'd like our support in creating your own high-performance sales team, book a call with us at salesteamrescue.com.